Right. We thank God, thank God, thank God, and thank God for all of you as well. Now, yesterday, we started studying together concerning joining the harvest was the subject. And we say that, in principle, we are part of the harvest. It's not something that you have to come in. Every child of God is actually part of the harvest of souls. Because the truth is that God doesn't have anybody else to win others except those that he has saved. As soon as you get saved, you become an instrument of bringing others also on board. And so we should trust God to get our minds free from the notion that the work is for somebody else. We delved into it very deep. We even got to the point where we discovered that if we are not very careful to get back to let God work on this matter, we would be very surprised that God may ask us some people's souls from our or some people's blood from our hands. And so we started yesterday by saying that in the book of Acts, when the promise of the Holy Spirit was given to the church and were asked to tarry, you would see from that scripture that when God spoke about his power to the saints he was concerned that that power will be used to save others praise the Lord and so when we read to say that but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you you has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in all Judea in Samaria, and in the ends of the earth. So we said that this is the matter. Then we move into Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. And today when I looked at that scripture again, I said, ah, you will notice that for those of us who are in, or let me just put it, children of God, whenever we are reading the scriptures to others, today when I read it, I had a sound of the Holy Spirit saying something to me. Now, have you noticed that these scriptures, you read it and read it to others instead of reading it to yourself? Praise the Lord. Because when we want to assure somebody, we say that therefore, if any man be in Christ, I don't know how many of us have experienced that. It is so very easy to read it to somebody that is a new creation. But I observe, as I had that whisper to say, read it for you. Praise the Lord. And yesterday we had a little in-depth on that. That if any man be in Christ, is a new creation, the old... Uh, um, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all th things have become new. It was a matter of concern to us because we were asking ourselves, what is the newness in us? Is it really clear that things are new with us? And so, the Holy Spirit was bringing a very serious matter to us that we need to move into the newness of life. The newness of life manifestation is very clear. I mean, in this scripture we saw that the things that we used to do, the fact is that God says that they are old and they are gone. Praise the Lord. We should not allow it to obstruct us anymore. But we should concentrate on the newness of life. And as we read further down, as I will continue, says that now all things are of God. And we ask ourselves, are all things of God? 
And I pray that we will seriously take it up. Are all things of God. This is something that must be a conversation between each one of us and the Holy Spirit. Saying, Lord, are all things really of you? And then the Holy Spirit will begin to tell us, yes. And then some of the areas that you haven't mastered to be able to do that, he would guide us into it. And he said that now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. This verse was quite a matter to us. It was very clear to us that we have received the ministry of reconciliation. You don't pray for it, you have it. Praise the Lord. Is somebody listening to me? We don't pray to say, Lord, make us witness and go out to witness. You don't pray. If we pray that way, we have made a mistake. But we rather say, I have the ministry of reconciliation, so you get up and you do it. Praise the Lord. Now, one of the things that has become critical to us is that we have not paid much attention to this ministry that God has given to us. And yesterday we say that the problem is that we have taught that this ministry is like any other ministry that anybody who is born again is involved. Like such as singing, such as praying, such as whatever. And we are saying that it is no more. We can use our gifts and talents in the house of the Lord. But the truth is that every child of God has been reconciled to God to reconcile others to God. Amen. And we said also that this ministry has been given. It is not now that is going to be given. It has already been given to us. And when we have something, the best way to go about it is to act. Just get up and act in it. And I believe that it's about time we stood up as children of God and got excited about this ministry. Brethren, I can tell you, it's very exciting. As soon as you hit the point of winning souls, when you turn to the left, you meet anybody, you talk to him about the Lord, anybody, you, 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 something just happens to your heart. And so we said we have to get into it and flow in that. Now in the next verse, which is the verse 19, he said, and probably I'll say a bit of this tonight, and then we move into some directions as well. The Bible says that that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing the trespasses to them, and has committed to and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. Brother, sister, the word of bringing people to Christ is in your mouth. Romans will tell you, the word is in our mouth. The word of faith is in our mouth. Because God has come to reside in us. Now, something that is very critical we should take note of is that we said yesterday, and it is good for emphasis, that God himself was the first witness towards man. Praise the Lord. That's why he said that, that is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So God, and we also went back to Genesis when we said God entered the the, the garden, and where he was supposed to be seeing man, he wasn't seeing him, so he started shouting, Man, where are you? That was a sign that God was already looking for man. Praise the Lord. And so God himself has shown himself as a witness in reaching man to himself. 
And we are so blessed that the work that God himself did, he has entrusted it into our hands. And so we want to beg you that, brother, get on this wagon because that is who you are. Praise the Lord. That is who you are. God himself. And has committed the word of reconciliation. If we ever keep our mouth shut and not to sound the alarm to somebody. And one of the things I have seen in life. The system of the world is so highly respected that sometimes children of God don't use this ministry we have received of God. To confront the world. I have seen that people esteem positions in life even more than having to preach to them who are occupying in those positions. I have a very simple philosophy and I I, I tell to people whenever I'm preaching. I said, even if you become the greatest person on earth such as the President of the United States or the United, uh, the Secretary General of Police, of the Secretary General of uh, United Nations, if you don't have Christ, you are sitting in that chair for a few minutes. You, 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 it is in this world that your name will be mentioned. And I even observe that when you have been in that position, after some time, nobody even remembers that you are ever were there. There was one name I love very much. Butros, Butros, Gary. Butros, Butros, Gary. Today, who talks about Butros, Butros, Gary? Even the recent past, our own man, Kofi Annan, thank God that they have something here under his name that is called Kofi Annan Institute or something like that. Whichever way it is, thank God that by that, putting his name on that institution, we can mention his name. Otherwise, who cares for Kofi Annan anymore? See, let us reason. Praise the Lord. So, the ministry of reconciliation that God has... And please, pardon me, I don't mean any harm. But I just want us to know that no matter how you become in life, what is critical to your life, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. And so, let us be very committed... If you are in this church, you have never witnessed to anybody. You haven't been, I mean, you don't think you qualified. May I announce to you tonight that you have been given with a ministry of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. You can do it. You can do it by your own life. You can, you can, you can, you can say it. And so I want to plead that consistently, as God gives us the opportunity by sending us people coming our way, Don't forget, make sure you preach to them. Then finally we spoke about the fact that everybody when you receive Jesus, one of the, because of this thing that the Bible has talked about, you become an ambassador. Now let me probably finish the verse 20, then it will help us. The Bible says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God was As though God were pleading through us. As though God was pleading through us. I have experienced that thing that sometimes when you have somebody you are witnessing to, you become so passionate. It was, it is the Holy Spirit that makes you, you are talking to the person and you are crying that, Lord, let him see what I'm seeing. Let him do it. Let him receive Jesus. Let him be born again. I told you yesterday, two days ago, I was talking to this man as I sat in his car. I was so caught. I mean, at a certain time though I was talking, I said, you know, because he was driving, and and, and then sometimes careless driving will come his way, and I said, Lord, please don't let this, don't let this distract him at all. Don't let him slip. Don't let him slip from this point that I want to make. I was so concerned. Oh, I was talking, but my heart was also talking to God. And I was quite surprised when we got to the point where he now had to make a decision. I saw that the man had been had fallen under conviction. 
So you see, God pleads through us. We implore you then, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Praise the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 6, I think, verse 20, Paul was also an ambassador there. The kind of ambassadorship that Paul, can I see what is there in Ephesians 6, 20? Ah, you see, for which I am. Now, let's start from 19. He says that, and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Ah! Soon as I read ambassador in chains, most of the time, whenever we are talking about ambassador, we are talking about dignity. Our kind of ambassadorship is ambassador in chains. You are bound to preach. Praise the Lord. That in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. One of the prayers I would ask you to pray, whenever you are witnessing to people, is pray in your heart to say, Lord, let me make it known the way it ought to be known by your Spirit. It's very effective a prayer. I tell you, anytime I'm talking to people and I say that, I begin to speak and then conviction comes on people. So, may I encourage us, please, if you are here for the two days, never shy away from witnessing unto people. And finally, we went into uh, um, that as soon as you get born again, you are made a watchman. You are made a watchman over the lives of people, over the lives of the believer and the unbeliever. Yesterday we saw that for the believers, you have to tell them the truth. One of the things that is very scarce in our day is that people want people around them, but they refuse to tell them. Even when they are sinning, they refuse to tell them. In Ezekiel, thank you very much, Eli. Uh, you will see that Bible is very clear. He says, Son of man, I have made you. You, Do you hear the word? I have done what? Ah, I'm asking God that... Do I read different Bible? I have made you. Brother, we are already made. Praise the Lord. We are already made. Can we make a confession right now? Let's say it together. Heavenly Father, thank you for making me a watchman in the name of Jesus. We are already made. It's not now that God is going to make us. The reason why the ministry of reconciliation, preaching the gospel to others, is so difficult, is because we tend to think we are now going to. We are. No. Bible said we are. So in this chapter as well, and in these verses, we saw that God has made Every child of God. You know the Bible says that provoking each other unto love and unto good works. One of the areas I see in this scripture is that every one of us must be his brother's keeper. So when the brother is sinning, and you have to deal with that brother in love. So that they don't slip away from their salvation. Amen. And then the unbeliever as well. You warn him of the pending danger. And as I said yesterday, brethren, I pray that this will be in your heart as it has been in my heart and it is always fresh. There are only two doors. Two doors only Everybody born of a woman. Whether you are rich 
You are poor. You are white. You are black. You are, you, 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 you are whatever. There are only two doors in life. The door to eternity with Christ. The door to damnation to hell. That's it. That's it. And the summary of a man's life on earth doesn't matter. Even if the person is being buried in church and we are talking nice about him, but he has not entered the door of eternity, it would have been better for him not to have been born. So we must take this ministry of reconciliation so seriously, so seriously, that we will never hold our peace until no man's blood will be required from our hands. Hallelujah. If I can beg you, these two days the women have gone and I was expecting to see more men, but it's okay. God wants you here, so thank God for you. I just want us to understand. We need to take this matter so seriously. So seriously. Don't, don't joke with it. Let it be, let it, let it be such that anybody who comes around you should smell that this man will speak to me about the Lord. I beg you. If we were to be true Christians to the word, I will tell you a secret. The only thing that we'll be, look, we'll be living for is how we can please the Lord. And the manifestations will be in these sort of things. But I say, it is possible. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, many things come our way. But shake them off. That you may be effective in the kingdom of God. What else can anybody give you? What else can anybody give to another man that is more precious than to tell the person that Jesus died for you? What, what message is big? The Bible says that for this is a faithful saying that Christ Jesus came into the world to die for sinners. I mean, this is, he didn't say these are. This is a faithful saying that Christ came into the world to die for sinners. Praise the Lord. It, it, it establishes it in, in, in no uncertain terms. It's one. Can you look it up? It's in some way in Timothy. This is a faithful saying that Christ Jesus came into the world to die for sinners. So simple. So brethren, those of us who have not been involved in our own personal lives, reaching out to people, I want to say, let's get involved. Okay, thank you very much. Can we read the scripture please? One, two. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Ah. You know, sometimes let me, let me, let me when I read certain scriptures like this I can, I can, I can just Drop the Bible. And I, can, I will begin to walk and say, Ah, ah, this is a faithful saying. The, you see, these are not faithful sayings. Jesus, his coming into the world was on one purpose. And that purpose was simply to die to save the sinner. And when he saved us, 
No, after he has done that, he passed on the baton to us and said, you are the next to do it. What more do I need to convince my heart? What more do you need to let you think that there is something else? I pray, I pray that brother, you would allow God to let this settle in your heart. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. If we will let God let this matter, I know, you know, the reason why probably it doesn't seem very heavy in your heart is because of the things we have given our hearts to. So whenever these things are being taught, in fact, sometimes there's a temptation even to think that this pastor or have you entered. And yes, sir, I beg you. Yes, sir. Please forgive me. Ming But this is a faithful saying. This is a faithful saying. And some 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 versions will this is of the truth. Some versions put it, this is of the truth that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Now, <laughs> God is love, oh mama. I, I was just reasoning on when man sinned that God deployed angel quickly and said, go and take over. Go and take over before the man goes again and eat from the tree of eternal life. Eh? Can you imagine what would have happened to us when we have grown weak in the body that we can't do anything, you can also not die. Oh, this God for God so loved the world. So the angel had to come and stand by the tree and say, don't venture. Because then this body, this body can it survive 500 years? It can't. But God devised a means that I will limit the ability of the body. So they will die. After that, they have. A, if they are for me, they have the glorified body. Praise the Lord. We have this privilege, and I pray it will be a matter that is dear to us to spread the word. You know, when saints gather of late. This is not a matter for the saints who gather today. They gather to talk about who is doing what for which reason they are not making progress in life. They gather to talk about who has stolen from you. When you are lazy, you don't work. We are deceiving ourselves and being deceived. But may I say, of the truth, this is a faithful saying. And we have been put into the ministry of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. If few of us here will catch the revelation of this truth. And you say on my own, I will talk to people. Because it's a faithful saying that Christ came to die for them. Blessed are you. You will save many. If, on the other hand, you say, Pastor, for whatever reasons, I can't, but I would like to join whenever there is an opportunity. Blessed are you. But make a decision to be able to do something whilst you are in this life. Hallelujah. Now, Tonight I will spend just a little time 
to talk about the fact that there is a pending danger for everybody. You know, when Jude was writing the letter to the believers, when he spoke about building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost in Jude 1, 20 thereabout, when he had admonished the saints, then he said something unique. He says, But you, my beloved, you, my beloved, build then, sorry, build yourselves up. What version is that? That's right. But you, my beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. This morning I was speaking at the women's camp. It took us so long a time because God decided to just come down. Amen. We were talking about who qualifies to stand before God. And honestly, the way God was speaking from His Word, even me, myself, I was afraid. Because then I saw the seriousness. Let me just sidetrack a bit. But the seriousness of what is called prayer. And I discovered that majority of us are only praying but it does not hit heaven. Because I saw that the posture of the man that will pray for God to hear has been lying down in the scriptures and there is no ambiguity about it. There is no... But you see, we have prayed in such a way that we can just pray anyhow. But I observe as we studied together, we went scripture to scripture, we, I saw that this matter of prayer, maybe it, we need to go back again and tackle it. God is so particular to such an extent that no matter who you are, no matter who you are, if you violate one of his principles, you are praying and people will see you as praying, but it doesn't mean anything to God. So, we, we, when you have time, go to Psalm 15. That was where we dwelt most. Who can stand in the tabernacle of the Lord? Is there. Then he spoke seriously about a man who does this, a man who does this, a man that, he who does this, who does this. Hey! And as we listed and we began to go through one by one, I discovered that it is safe. Whenever you want to talk to God, see how you yourself you are standing before you talk to God. That's just by the way from the camp. Amen. So let's go back, dear brother. Thank you. But you, beloved, building up yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, you know, but then, this was a challenge to me. He said, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. You must look forward to eternal life. Praise the Lord. Don't live as if you don't look for the day of the Lord which is coming. But what is interesting to me is the next verse when he says that, And as you look forward to, to the coming of the Lord Jesus, then he's, it's conjunction. And then he says, And on some have compassion, making distinction. Continue to the 23. Making distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Hating even the garment of defiled by the flesh. It was something to me. When people put on, the Bible says that, put on Jesus and make no provision for the flesh. Put on Jesus and make no provision for the flesh. You want to know the act, the actions of the flesh? They are in Galatians. Galatians chapter, chapter 5, 17, and then 
continue. It will show you the deeds of the spirit, the deeds of the flesh. Now here he said, he said, but others save with fear. There are some people, when you open your mouth to talk to them about the Lord, you're inside, Lord, save him. Lord, save him. This man has no idea what he's talking about. Please, Lord, he doesn't, he has no idea the things that he is doing, he has given his heart to. Lord, please, your inside, that's how your inside should be crying. Save with fear. Then others pull by force and say, my friend, stop that. Let's go. Others tell them. Others tell them, pulling them out of the fire. Brother, there is a pending fire. Amen. Everyone, and I pray, you know, I'm just praying that you won't take these things for granted. I'm just praying. I'm just praying. Whether we like it or not, there is a fire waiting for every man who doesn't believe. And when you enter fire, that fire, except Jesus himself comes. Except Jesus himself comes and take you from hell. Which few people have experienced that? And say, some people sometimes due to illness, they leave their body and they go there. And that's when they begin to see that, ha ha, this thing is true. And somehow, the Lord will just bring them and bring them back and will tell them that, I took you there so that you may see that my word is true. Come and be a witness. And majority of them come and they don't joke at all. Because now they have seen that there's fire. May I say, brother, there's a fire every man will go through. And these are the things that should burn our hearts to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But are they saved with fear? Are they saved? You know, sometimes, I don't know whether it has happened to you, you can be with people. And sometimes the way they begin to talk, then deep in your heart you are saying, Lord, (laughs) please have mercy on him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's talking so proudly. He's talking as if he has power over everything. He doesn't know that he's going to hell. Please, Father, save him. Please, Father. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you meet people who they behave as if they will not account for what is spending. But instead of condemning them, let us pray to save them. Hallelujah. I plead and beg that you will be who you are in Christ in the sense of evangelism. Hallelujah. Others pulling out of fire. When he says put from out of fire, it's not when they have entered all. It is whilst they are here. Do you remember, and I think we spoke a bit about it yesterday. When Luke chapter 16 verse 27 I think. When there was a dialogue between... The man who died and went to hell and was asking for Lazarus to go and dip his hand into it. The discussion that he had with Father Abraham. The Bible says, then he said, in fact it was today that my eye caught that word, I beg. (laughs) I didn't even know that he was pleading. Uh, may God open our eyes to scripture. Then he said, I beg you. Ha! You are begging? I beg you. Therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. That you will send him To my father's house. Now. For me. (laughs) The man. Is admitting that. 
I am here. I have myself to blame to be here. Because I didn't heed. I didn't. That's the kind of voice I'm hearing. You know he didn't start talking about anybody. Why have you let me come or anything. He is saying, I beg you. For me now, I am finished. But, the next scripture says, send him to this place. No, sorry. I I want to read the last bit of, I beg you. Uh He said that, send him to my father's house. My father's house. Send him there. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them lest they also come to this place of torment. Do you really believe the word of God? Do we, do we, we, do we really believe the word of God? And this Luke 16 was said by Jesus himself. And these five people we were talking about, or we are talking about, they were alive on the earth. Who did not know where their brother had gone to? And what was happening to their brother? And the brother is making intercession in hell. And the intercession was not that they would be blessed with the money that he had. Because he was a rich man. Brother, are you coming along? The pleading was not because... Father Abraham, the money that I left... Can you send somebody to tell my brothers to go and send somebody to... That factory I left behind. Can you send somebody to... That my child that was in school that... I don't know how they are paying his school fees. But rather, in hell, his prayer was, send somebody. And you know, the striking thing is, Jesus said, pray to the Lord of the harvest. Pray to the Lord of the harvest. To send more laborers. Somebody is in hell, Praying that somebody will, 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 will go and preach to somebody. He is already pleading that we have to send somebody on the earth. And we have received the ministry of reconciliation. And Jesus also says that pray that more people will be sent. You see the magnitude of what we preach. Praise the Lord. For the preaching of the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who hears this. Hey. It says, less, dear ones, without preaching, I want us to get it established tonight. Without preaching, men will perish. What shows that we love people? What really shows that we love people? We pray for Ghana to do well. Isn't it? We pray for corruption to cease. Even if God were to touch the heart of men not to corrupt, to do corruption in this country, it does not change the destiny of man. I beg you. Let's be very mindful. Maybe what we can start pleading with God is please send more laborers. Because even somebody also in hell is also crying that the message will go. And Jesus also says we should do it. So I think it's a very good prayer topic. Hallelujah. Now when he has said, 
He was very clear. And I'm asking Papa, I was asking myself, ah, if this man said, lest they come here, then he is saying that it is my own decision not to have minded them, so I can't blame anybody. But now that I know it's true, this place of torment, at least me, I will suffer penalty. But for them, let them go to the right place. He was a good man in hell. He didn't have it, but it didn't disturb him passing it on to somebody else. But coming back to the ministry of reconciliation, then quickly, Father Abraham spoke. Abraham said to him, they have Moses. Please, don't, don't worry about the name Moses. That name Moses could also mean a queer free that name also could mean Mr. Adams. That name could mean Kenelai. That's, that's how it is. Because he said, they have Moses and the prophets. And yesterday, where we got to before we prayed, was this portion. And I said, can you imagine that the heavens are declaring that the ministry of reconciliation has been given to Moses, which is the names I have mentioned, and some of the prophets that are here, and they did not do due diligence by working. You see, God has every right now to demand the blood of the rest from the hands of us. Do you notice that? And let's talk about this briefly. Do you notice that? When we get saved, we are very happy. Praise the Lord. And in fact, everybody is very comfortable to go to heaven. I won't begrudge you. Because me too, I want to go. But the problem is, we never think about somebody else. And I observe the Moses and the prophet, they are the only ones who have been given with the mandate to bring others. And God has proven it so clearly in the scripture that it's so amazing. One time Peter has found himself in a place and he was, he was, he was told, tied up by religion to such an extent that, and it was one of the things I've also learned, you know, sometimes we can be tied by, by things, so even Peter, the Spirit of the Lord comes around and he says, I want you to go to this house, number so, so and so, to do this. And go to wanting for Cornelius and his household to be saved. He simply says such a simple thing. Go and fetch this man at this address. He will tell you the things of life. And he was a Jew and he, this man, Cornelius, a Gentile. If God could send somebody, if could send an angel from heaven to Cornelius, only to give a message that he should go and find somebody to come and preach, why did he not tell the angel to tell him what is important? Why? That is to tell us, children of God, the ministry of reconciliation is never the business of angels. Praise the Lord. But the business of the born again, who has been given with the ministry of reconciliation. Praise the Lord. So now, for me, I say, Dennis, you either have to do this work 
And do it like as if that is all you are doing, you are living for. It's so important. Do this work of preaching to everybody about Christ and disciple them as much as you can. Because it is the only reason and task that God has given you. And I'm not ashamed. I can only thank God for showing me mercy to understand. May I now ask all of us for these two days that God has given us this grace. Can we make a definite decision that from now I will not. You see, can you imagine an angel that what we were reading, I think it was also mentioned there. He said that they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear. Then the next one, the next one, next verse. Then he said, hmm, Father Abraham, but this is another matter too. Can you read it for us? One, two. <laughs> this is another thing. Father Abraham, you know, when I was leaving, we were afraid of ghosts. So if a ghost wakes up and he goes, the fear of a ghost will let them believe. Father Abraham said, the thing has actually been established by Jesus Christ on the earth. That it is not the dead that come to testify. Neither an angel that comes to testify. That ministry has already been given to those who are privileged to be born again. It is their duty. Tonight, I just pray that these two days God has given to us will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. He said, no, I don't know the tone with which he said no. It could be that Father Abraham, you are not understanding what I'm saying. Please, no. If we can only get somebody from here, the sight of somebody coming back to life, you know what it means? If you don't believe that there is a fire pending, I have found out that even if people were to be raised from the dead to bring the message, I'm begging God, would you and I agree tonight that this thing we must do it seriously. When he said, Father Abraham, no. But if you, if one goes to them from the dead, from the dead, they will repent. They will repent. In my thinking right now, hello, if General Ferry, Brother Ike, uh, then who are those who have taken the lead? Thank God. Church, we don't die plenty. The other day the Lord told me, He said, there's a certain grace I've given to you. Make sure this church People don't die frequently. May it be maintained. Why am I telling you this? You haven't heard anything. But may I tell you, there's a certain grace on this church. 
We should not erode it in Jesus' name. Listen. If General Ferry appears right now, we will not wait for him to talk before we will run away. Because he doesn't belong here. It's true. Anybody that we know who, as I'm talking right now, if they line up from that door, it opens by itself. <laughs> then they line up and they are coming. First of all, because of faith, I will say, hey, what's happening here? But I'm sure in the next few minutes, if they are walking and coming towards the property, I'll say, hey, church, is that General Ferry I'm seeing? No, 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 you are dead. No, you are dead. You are dead. I'm sure I'll go out. And if any of you turn and you saw, any possible window will give you an exit. Now, because of that, God said, the dead can preach. But those who are alive, this ministry of reconciliation, ah, may we welcome it. That Lord, thank you for putting it here. Let it work. When he said, they will repent, presuming that they will listen to the dead who have risen. They will not. Is there anything that he said? He said, but he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead. So brother, we don't have to let the, 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 the dead rise up. It will mean anything. I have been in this country. I've seen few things that has shaken people. Few things that happened and many people died. It never changed them from... I mean, the first one that I still remember was many, many years ago when they were going to play the... Is it Khan or something? The African football that they play. They were going to play some in Kumasi, and because of that, they were doing a, a satellite, a, to, no, they were doing lights to be able to, you know, as usual, Africans, we do everything late. So, they were working day and night. I was in school, I remember. They were working day and night, and then they were using helicopter to hold the, the, the mask so that people would turn it. And I think there was a delay because the helicopter couldn't stand at one place for too long. They, they have worked it in such a way that they'll be able to tighten the boats quickly and then the helicopter will go round and come again and they'll put another one. And so I was small. I still remember the story. The helicopter has been there for too long and for whatever reasons who was tightening them could not. So then the helicopter had to leave it. And as soon as it left it, the thing turned and and killed those people who were tightening it. In Kumasi, I remember. It didn't even stop the Afghan or Khan playing. They still played the game. I think that was when, that was the time that my mate, that the, uh, the Nigerian Martin, there was a name. He was playing for Asante Kotoko, that fair colored boy. That was when they won it. But may I tell you, now for me it's very clear. The message of preaching, you don't have to make even fanfare. You just preach it just as it is. If they take, Ezekiel has told me, my blood, my hands are free. If they don't take, it's their problem. But may we at least do our duty. Praise the Lord. Let me finish with this portion and we pray. Is that the last one? That's it. And so brethren, this week, as many as, we didn't have many people coming by. 
may I ask you that please Maninyo wehiasem that you will never relent. You will never stop. You will not take it lightly when you had to preach the gospel. Every week, purpose in your heart, Lord, send me, let me talk to somebody. I believe that when we start with one, we would have the joy of it and then we will flow. But let's not think that there is anything bigger and greater than the ministry that God has committed into our hands. It is the only live ministry I see. I have found out that any time you talk to somebody and you pray for somebody, they get healed. In fact, you want to see manifestations of power? You do outreach. You will find out that it is not very difficult when the person tells you that I am these days, and then you say, let's pray about it. You say a simple prayer and God answers it. The reason is because God is confirming his word. I was going to talk about Matthew chapter 28, but I leave it. And so tonight, I want to say, brethren, please, 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 on your job, talk to somebody. In your neighborhood, talk to somebody. Please, don't take it for granted. Tell him that I have been given with the responsibility to make it known to you that of the truth, Jesus came to die for you. Let us take it like that. Shall we pray? Thank you, Father. Tonight, in this short moment of time, I, I, I honestly don't know how you want to pray. But if I can suggest something, May I say that you tell the Lord that this gift of reconciliation that he has given to us to do. First of all, we are sorry. Maybe that should be your prayer. And just simply say, I will do it. You know, one of the things I saw in the scriptures that is very exciting to me, the Bible says that in the last book of Mark, when Jesus has commissioned them, the great commission, when it happened in the book of Mark, the Bible says they got up, they did what God said they, they, they should do. And then the Bible, the last page is so beautiful. The Bible says, and God confirming his word with signs and wonders. So when we do it, we are not praying to ask God to say, help us, Lord, make, make us do it. No, no, that's not what we are praying. We are praying to say we are sorry for not doing it. And that we are getting up to do it. And if I can beg you, I've come to believe that if you think you are not ready to pray that prayer, it's okay. Don't make a commitment. You vow and you don't pay it, it's not correct. I'm very careful now with prayer. That however God is dealing with you, that you think, based on his word, you want to say something, may I please ask you to feel free and talk to God. Because what makes the difference is that whenever we hear something from the Lord, once we pray about it, it consolidates. So, Father... For your word that has come to us. Once again. Even tonight we discover that. As special as angels are. That even the Bible declares as saying that. We have been made little lower than the angels. They have not been given with this privilege of. Declaring Jesus Christ unto the world. I'm so grateful to you that once again you have reminded us and Peter said to remind you of these things is not burdensome. Thank you for reminding us 
that we have been entrusted with snatching people from hellfire. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, thanking you that this reminder will remain and it will not slip. Thanking you that, Lord, none of us will let any opportunity that you give to us to meet or to talk to, Christ, to, talk to people about Christ. Please, don't let us slip. I'm begging you, Holy Spirit, that it will be such a great reminder. Sometimes we know that you, can, you do send people our way just, just so us will be able to reach out to them. We are begging you, Lord. We are begging you, Lord. For this is a faithful saying. A Christ Jesus came to die for the sinner. I pray tonight that, Lord, few of us who are here, who have heard your voice, even our own lives, will draw men to you. Lord, I pray that in this church you would once again establish the spirit of evangelism so that we will not take it for granted. Therefore, help us, Heavenly Father, and show us your mercy. This we ask. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for your beautiful word. Thank you for your truth. Thy word is the truth. Father, I ask that you would renew us by this truth. So that we will not go back thinking that the ministry of reconciliation is for a certain group of people. But we would do it as we even do the things that are important to us. And more so, even more important. By reaching out to others. May you continue your ministration to us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Amen. God bless you.